Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast special edition show. Um, this is going to be the 2023 NBA Draft Review and Prediction Show. Um, I'm going to unveil a big board and I'm going to do comps for my top 20. And... I'm going to do a top 75 on the big board this year. I'm going to go up to 75. Top 20 are getting comps. And then um, we'll do some bets on FanDuel and DraftKings each. And then uh, do some predictions at the end. All right. So let's get right to it. The big board. Number one, Victor Wembanyama, the big man out of France. Um, It's utterly impossible to find the right comp. But I'm going to say Giannis for Wembenyama. Um, genuinely, uh, Giannis should be a center. Like, the Bucks should not bring back Brooke Lopez unless it's in, like, a bench role. Because I look at Giannis as a big, not a regular forward. And I could see the Giannis potential with Wembenyama, but he... Is a much uh, better version of Kristaps Porzingis and Rudy Gobert. And I think he has the tangibles of Giannis. So I'm going to go with Giannis for a comp for Wembenyama. Or I should say the player that Giannis uh, should be, which is a center, like positional-wise. Um, number two, Scoot Henderson, the point guard from uh, the G League. Um, he... Uh, he is on Ignite. That's what I thought. Um, I was a Trevor's Igniter overtime elite. Um, my comp for Scoot Henderson, um, I'm going to say Russell Westbrook, but I think that might be a little bit insulting to Scoot because I think Scoot could have more potential than Westbrook did when Westbrook was in his peak. Um my number three player is Brandon Miller, the uh, small forward out of Alabama. Um, my comp for him, I think, is Jason Tatum. Like, I could see Jason Tatum from Brandon Miller from a scoring standpoint. If he develops offensively, I could see it Jason Tatum. Um, Amen Thompson, the point guard from Overtime Elite. Um, Amen Thompson, that is a tough... Um, person to find a comfort because I just think his potential is incredible. Um, I'm thinking like maybe like maybe like a lesser Chris Paul. Um, but I really think that um. There are some interesting comps for Eamon Thompson. Um, So, um, my comp pick for Eamon, um, they're saying John Morant, but I, I think that's a little rich. So maybe like a uh, a poor man's 
uh, Chris Paul for uh, a comparison. Um, Sean Livingston's an interesting one. But it would have to be the Sean Livingston from er his early days rather than um, the um, Sean Livingston we saw later on in his career. Oscar Thompson, the wing from overtime elite. There's some good ones for um, Oscar Thompson. Um, and, um, Terrence Ross is thrown around Jason Richardson. I don't know if I like that or not either. I'd say he'd be better than that. Like maybe like poor man's Paul George or something like that. Um, so it's going to be interesting. But I really don't like the uh the comps that they threw out for him on the internet. Um number 6 Cam Whitmore, the uh power forward and small forward from Villanova. Feels like a cop out to say um Sadiq Bay as a comp for Cam Whitmore, but it feels kind of right there. Um Number seven, I have Anthony Black, the point guard from um, Arkansas. Or he's actually a, a wing from Arkansas. Um, Anthony Black's an interesting one. He could play a lot of uh, different positions. Um... I could see Devin Booker potential if he lives up to the hype. But maybe like a poor man's Devin Booker because of his versatility. Um, there's people saying Josh Giddy, which is probably more realistic for him. So, well... I'm going to say poor man Stephen Booker just to be a little different because I really do like Anthony Black a lot. Donovan Mitchell's another good one. Um, number eight on my big board, I have Jarris Walker, the power forward out of Houston. Um, Jarris Walker is a really good young player. I think can have an impact. Um... Finding a comp for him is pretty interesting. Um, and if I had to uh, um, make a comp, I'm going to say John Collins of the Hawks. I see Paul Millsap there, but I'm not the biggest uh, fan of that comp. I think um, Paul Millsap's a better player than... Uh, or was a better player than people gave him credit for. But John Collins, I think, is realistic for a comp for him. Um, number nine, Grady Dick, the uh, 
wing out of Kansas. He's just really fun to watch. Um, my comp for him, I'm going to go Gordon Hayward. I think he does have, like, Gordon, Hay- uh, Gordon Hayward potential. Um, but I do like Grady Dick. Um, people are saying Reggie Miller, which is insane. It blows my mind. Like, that is just... if. Reggie Miller was a franchise player. I don't think Grady Dick's going to be a franchise player. I mean, if we're realistically speaking, like, current players, um, Tyler Harrow's another one that comes to mind. But I'm going to stick with uh, my original uh, Gordon Hayward pick. I think that is realistic. Um, number 10, I have uh, Taylor Hendricks, the uh, um, the power forward for UCF. Um this is another interesting one. Um, a comp I'm seeing is Jeremy Grant. Um, that's a good one. Um, I was thinking maybe like a rich man's Bobby Portis for him as well. But Grant's interesting. That's for sure. Um, number 11, Bilal Colaby. The... Uh, the small forward from France, he's on uh, Victor Wembanyama's team there in France. So uh, he's getting a lot of pub. Um, um, Colibli is an interesting player to comp. Um, they're saying baby Giannis, which is insane. I come there to Wemby to Giannis from like, for being realistic here. But they're saying Gerald Green, which is interesting. Um, maybe uh Leonardo Barbosa, the former Phoenix Suns player. Um, but there's a couple I could come up with with um Colibly. But Gerald Green, I think, uh like a rich man's Gerald Green, maybe Leonardo Barbosa. Um, number twelve on my big board is Derek Lively, the big out of Duke. Um, my comp for him, I know this kind of sounds obvious. But my con for Derek Lively is um, former Duke big man Wendell Carter Jr. Maybe it's just the Duke factor. Um, there are a lot of people are saying like a rich man's Willie Cauley-Stein. Tyson Chandler I think is a little bit rich because peak Tyson Chandler was really good. He was a defensive player of the year. So I think that's a little bit of a crazy comp there. Um, number 13 on my board is Kaysen Wallace, the point guard out of Kentucky. Um, this is an interesting one. Um, I don't think um, he's going to be as good as De'Aaron Fox or um, any of these guys. Um, but I could see Kaysen Wallace being like a better version of Emmanuel Quickly from the Knicks. But on draft room, they said Drew Holiday. I think that's very rich. Um, 14, Jordan Hawkins, the uh, shooting guard out of UConn. Um, I could see Jordan Hawkins being like a Tyler Harrow type of player. High lottery pick. Come out and be an impact shooter. And Fernie Simons is the comp online. I don't like that one. Um, 
15, I have Jalen Hood, uh, Shafino, the uh, guard out of Indiana. Um, this is an interesting one from a comp standpoint. Um, like, I don't want to say Marcus Smart because Marcus Smart was a defensive player of the year. Um, but I could see him being like a Brogdon type of player, Malcolm Brogdon. They don't have a comp for him online. That's unfortunate. Um, Keonti George, the wing out of Baylor. Um, Keonti George is an interesting uh, case for, like, a comp. Um, I have a couple in mind. Maybe, like, a poor man's R.J. Barrett from the Knicks. Or um, there's a couple that... um, I think about with uh, Keonti George. Eric Gordon and Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's rich. Eric Gordon, hmm, I don't know if I would say Clippers Eric Gordon when he was at his absolute peak back in like the early 2010s. But maybe the Eric Gordon we saw on the Pelicans. Um... Number 17, I have Nick Smith, the guard from Arkansas. Um, He's a little bit of an unknown in this draft. He could fall or he could uh, uh, be picked sooner than expected. Similar to Jalen Hood, Shafito. Um, But yeah, an interesting comp for Nick Smith. I think somebody like Bradley Beal is a little rich for Nick Smith. Um, I don't see a comp here for Nick Smith either. Um, but who's a solid, like, versatile guard can play both point guard and shooting guard? Um, that's a... Really, really, really hard one. Maybe a little bit better version of Jordan Poole or somebody like that. Or Kobe Bufkin's an interesting one. He's my number 18 on my big board. The uh, the wing out of Michigan. Um, There's some interesting guys that I could come up. Comp- comps for uh, Kobe Bufkin with. Um. Willie Green's my favorite one on here, like a better version of Willie Green. Um, CJ McCollum, I think, is rich. And Luther Head's an interesting one, too. Um, Jed Howard, the uh, forward from Michigan. So back-to-back Michigan players um, on the list here. Um, so Jed Howard, I have 19 on my board. Um, in terms of a comp... Um, they put Mike Miller down. I like that for him. I like the Mike Miller comp for Jed Howard. And number 20, my last player I'm going to do a comp for is um, Hamai Jacquez, the uh, the wing out of UCLA. Big-time tournament player. Um, God, I'm not going to say Shea Gilgis-Alexander, but I think he could, like, 
But we didn't think that Shea Gilgis Alexander had that in him. But I really do think um, Jacquez has a chance to uh, be a better player than we expect. Um, Rick Fox and Sarunas Marcellanus. Um, I think Rick Fox is a better comp for uh, Jaime Jacquez. All right, the rest of the big board. 21, Trace Jackson Davis, the uh, forward out of Alabama. 22, Chris Murray, the forward out of Iowa. 23, Drake Whitehead, forward from Duke. 24, Leonard Miller, the forward out of um, the G League. I think he's um, was on overtime elite. Or no, he was on G League Ignite with Scoot. Um, James Najee, the French center. Um, wait a minute, is he from France or is he from a different um, country? But he's an international center from Barcelona. Um... There you go. Um, number 26, Jalen Wilson, the forward out of Kansas. 27, Noah Clowney, power forward out of Alabama. 28, Brandon Podzinski, the wing out of Santa Clara. 29, Maxwell Lewis, the forward out of Pepperdine. 30, Colby Jones, the shooting guard out of Xavier. 31, Bryce Sensabog, the forward out of Ohio State. 32, Olivier Maxens Prosper, the forward out of Marquette. 33, Ben Shepard, guard out of Belmont. 34, Gregory Jackson, the forward out of South Carolina. 35, Marcus Sasser, the point guard out of Houston. 36, Rayon Rupert, the uh, wing out of France. 37, Andre Jackson, the forward out of Yukon. 38, Drew Timmy, power forward, Gonzaga. 39, Keontae Johnson, small forward to Kansas State. 40, Adama Sonogo, center UConn. 41, Jalen Clark, shooting guard to UCLA. 42, Bobby Clintman, small forward Wake Forest. 43, Julian Strawweather, shooting guard to Gonzaga. 44, Jalen Pickett, point guard Penn State. 45, Oscar Toshibwe, the big out of Kentucky. 46, Isaiah Wong, the point guard out of Miami. 47, Traquavion Smith, the shooting guard NC State. 48, Amari Baylor, shooting guard UCLA. 49, Julian Phillips, small forward, Tennessee. 50, Kobe Brown, power forward, Missouri. 51, Sir Jabari Rice, shooting guard, Texas. 52, Chris Livingston, small forward, Kentucky. 53, Jordan Walsh, small forward, Arkansas. 54, Adam Flagger, shooting guard out of Baylor. 55, Ricky Council, the fourth, shooting guard, Arkansas. 56, City, uh, Sikosa, uh, Sissoko, the wing at a G League Ignite. 57, Tosan if Bauman, power forward Princeton. 58, Leaky Black, small forward North Carolina. 59, Amani Bates, small forward Eastern Michigan. 60, um, Jason Gortman, point guard overtime elite. 61, Marquise Noel, point guard Kansas State. 62, Ma- Mike Miles Jr., point guard TCU. 63, Seth Lundy, wing Penn State. 64, Azulis to Bellis, power forward, Arizona, 30, or 65, Charles Bediaco, center, Alabama, 66, Jordan Miller, small forward, Miami, 67, Majave King, shooting guard, G League Ignite, 68, Marcus Bagley, small forward, Arizona, 68, um, or 69, Colin um, Castleton, the big out of Florida, 70, Hunter Tyson, small forward, Clemson, 71, Demoy Hodge, shooting guard, Missouri. 72, Amari Moore, small forward, San Jose State. 73, Muhammad Guy, 
power forward, Washington State, 74, Liam Robbins, center, Vanderbilt, number 75, Tristan Vukovic, power forward from Real Madrid. All right, so that's my big board. Top 20 had the comps. And now I'm going to make some bets for value reasons on each FanDuel and DraftKings. Where I see value, I will bet. I have two NBA draft futures um, that came um, into the uh, portfolio. I gave out the Cam Whitmore 34-1 to to go number 10 to the Mavericks on yesterday's regular podcast. And I also bet Scoot Henderson at plus 370 to be the second pick in the draft just in case Charlotte wants to trade the pick or if um, Charlotte decides to go with Scoot anyway. So um, we're actually going to start with DraftKings because I really haven't looked at their odds yet for the draft. Um, Scoot actually has was a better price to go three on FanDuel than it is on DraftKings. DraftKings right now, Brandon Miller is a five to one favorite, and Scoot's three to one. And Scoot's minus five hundred, and Brandon Miller's three to one at third overall. So, Amon's favorite to go fourth. Oster's now favorite to go fifth on DraftKings. So they just have the top five on DraftKings. And now they have the uh, first round picks, top three order, top five order, top ten. So they have some other draft things that uh, FanDuel does not have. So um, I'm staring at a couple. Um, this is one that John Jastrzemski of The Ringer gave out yesterday on his show, um, East Coast Bias, and that is Grady Dick, under 10 and a half at plus 220, he actually had Grady Dick top 10 at something around there, but under 10 and a half at plus 220, I'll gladly take take that, and I'm going to go a tenth of a unit per pick. Um, so That's my first one. So to be drafted in the top five. So Eamon Thompson, Brandon Miller are minuses, and Oscar's the first plus. At plus 135, Jarvis Walker's plus 140, Cam Whitmore's plus 550, or plus 150. And Grady Dick to be in the top 10 is also plus 220. It's pretty much the same bet I just made. Um, to be a first round pick, let's see if any of these are good value. 
and plus money. Um, so Trey Stack Jackson Davis, a three to one, stands out. Andre Jackson Jr. stands out a five to one. Jalen Wilson at twelve to one sticks out. So that's gonna be my um first one with double digit odds, twelve to one, Jalen Wilson to be a first round pick. Top five exact order. Wemby, Scoop, Miller, Amon, Osser is 10 to 1. Like, that's insane. But how about Amon and... Um, and like Taylor Hendricks or something like that. But, but I do like the uh, Wemby, Henderson, Miller, Amon, Osser at 10 to 1. So that is going to be my third bet off of here. To first to be drafted, Amon versus Osser. Amon's minus 400, Osser's plus 280. Um, Gregory Jackson, Ryan Repair. Repair is minus 230. And Greg Jackson's plus 180. Keontae George Jordan Hawkins is interesting. Leonard Miller, Jet Howard is interesting. Um, Osser versus Jarris Walker. Taylor Hendricks versus Anthony Black. But a sleeper to be drafted into the top five. Um, so this is basically a bet on the fifth pick. Whether it's Osair, Jarris, or Cam Whitmore. But I think the top ten one is also interesting. Uh... Buffkin's getting a lot of top 10 buzz. He's 2-1 right now. Bailala Kalabali is plus 180. Um, so I have three bets so far for the draft. And I honestly thought that um, DraftKings would have better odds than this. Um, so the fifth overall pick... Um, right now is Osser's plus 150, Jarris is 2 to 1, and Cam Whitmore is plus 275. So now I'm going to go back to the draft player positions. Um, Case and Wallace is 14 and a half. 
Um, that's an interesting one. Um, how many Jack over 23 and a half plus 110? Jalen Hood, Shafino over 14 and a half plus 130. Um, Jordan Hawkins under 15 and a half plus 105. Keanu George over 13 and a half on um, the unders plus 230. But I just thought of one. I'm going to go with Kobe Bufkin over 12 and a half at plus 150. I think that is a good one for sure. And Olivier Maxence Prosper. I thought about taking his over. Nick Smith's an interesting one. I'm considering his over is under Leonard Miller's over. Um, I think Grady Dick's under. That's probably my favorite one so far. I'm not going Derek Lively under because I don't think it's a lock. The Mavs take him at ten. Um, so I'm just gonna do. Um, under four and a half or 14 and a half for Case uh, and Wallace at even money for a half unit. Now we'll switch over to FanDuel. Um, I like FanDuel's props for the draft better. So Brandon Miller's still minus 650. Scoot's plus 370 still. And it's minus 480 for Scoot and Brandon Miller plus 360 for number three. Number four right now, Amen's minus 390 to go fourth. Auster's the favorite to go five at plus 150. Six right now. Auster's also favorite to go six at plus 280. And after that, Anthony Black at plus 280. Seventh is Jarris Walker, plus 175. He's the favorite for eighth. Anthony Black's plus 170 as the favorite. But in theory, um, then that this case would be Cam Whitmore at five to one. Hendricks is the favorite to go nine. He's plus 350. And Derek Lively's the favorite to go 10th at plus 185. Um... And the one I gave out for number 10 was Cam Whitmore at 34 to 1. It's down to 15 to 1, as I mentioned on the podcast today. So now that there's parlays, which is really interesting. Um, Amen Osser, back to back at 4 or 5 plus 170. Buff going to be top 10. Howard be top 20 plus 420. I don't like that. Jarris and Osser. Five and six at five to one. Colibly to be top ten. Hawkeyes top twenty at six to one. Um, I don't like any of these popular parlay things. Um, head the heads. Um, by love Kalabali's minus one fifty two to be picked before Grady Dick at plus one fifteen. Um. 
So let's go back to the overall picks again. All right, so the sixth pick. There's a couple guys with value. I think um, maybe Grady Dick at 40 to 1, but I think that would be overdrafting. Um, Anthony Black might go higher than expected. Like the Jazz are looking to move up to 5 or 7 to draft him. Anthony Black's plus 850 to go 7th, and he's 11 to 1 to go 5th. And the trait might want to move back. So they can get like Jarris Walker at a plus another asset. So my first FanDuel bet that I'm gonna give out for the draft is Anthony Black to go number five overall at eleven to one. This is banking on Utah to trade up. Now let's look at seven for Indiana. But um, maybe this is like a trade scenario too. Osser is eight fifty to go seventh, and he's ten to one to go eighth. Um, but yeah, the eighth pick is interesting. Jarris Walker could be somebody that drops. By the way, like I'm gonna make a case that. Jarris Walker drops to the Washington's pick. Wemby, Scoot, Brendan Miller, Eamon, Osser is your top five. Six would have to be... Or maybe Anthony Black gets picked at fifth. Maybe they trade up to get Anthony Black. Osser goes sixth. Cam Whitmore goes seventh in the Atta, And that opens the door. Um, for Jarris Walker to slip past the Pacers at eight and go figure. Um, I just got a notification here. Jarris Walker to go in the top seven, seven as league sources believe the Rockets, or I'm sorry, the Cougars star Jarris Walker won't slip past the Pacers at seven. Um, sometimes... Guys do slip. I made the case for Jarris Walker to slip right now. So 15-1 Jarris Walker to be the number 8 pick in the draft. That is a tenth of a unit on it. The number 9 pick. Is there a world where Osair slips to 9? Let's make that case. Wemby... Scoot, Brandon Miller, Amen. Um, let's say Anthony Black's the pick at five. Six will be um, Cam Whitmore. Seventh will be Jarris Walker. Eighth will be um, Hendricks or something like that. Or Let's say Jarris Walker goes five. Whitmore goes six. Seventh will be Hendricks. Eighth will be Anthony Black. And that opens the door for Osair to slip to the ninth pick. And that is 16 to 1. So let's go with the slip for Osair at 16 to 1. That's just value.
And I still think that Whitmore at 15 to 1 has some value for him to drop to 10. Because the case for Whitmore to drop is Wemby, Scoot, Miller, Amen, Osser is your top five. Um, six would be Walker. Seventh would be Hendricks. Eighth would be Anthony Black. Ninth, maybe Utah takes Brady Dick or something like that. Or Grady Dick, and then uh, that would lead to um, uh, the fall for Whitmer. First five picks, exact order. Um, so I pretty much hedged my DraftKings bet with the Auxerre. So I want to see Wemby, Scoot, Eamon, Auxerre with Miller going third. That's 11 to 1. So I don't want to touch that. Uh, first four, we know it's going to be... Um, Wemby, neither Brandon Miller, Scoot, and Eamon. All right, top 20 pick. There's a couple guys I think have value in that regard. And I want to aim for somebody that is over 2-1. to one. And somebody that jumps out to me for this is Duke Ford, Dariq Whitehead, plus 750 to be a top 20 pick. Um, a lot of potential in school. He broke his foot his freshman year. I keep saying it. He would have been a lottery pick. And I think that's a lot of value. So I'm going to say a tenth of the unit, Dariq Whitehead, to be a top 20 pick at plus 750. And the top 10 pick... Um, I might just double down on this Grady Dick thing. I love Grady Dick. And a lot of teams like shooting. So I'm going to double down on Grady Dick to be a top 10 pick. At plus 380. So there are my bets for the draft and... um. I'm going to do some uh, predictions on the fly. All right, the Atlanta Hawks, um, I think they're going to take a guard. Um, maybe it's Kobe Bufkin. Maybe it's um, Kaysen Wallace. But I think they're going to take a guard of some sort. Maybe it's Nick Smith. But I'm going to take, I'm going to say the Hawks with their first round pick take a guard of some sort. The Boston Celtics, um, I'm going to predict that they get back in the draft, whether it's a late first and an early second. Um, they already did a trade today. They got uh, Chris Stapps Porzingis from the Wizards, and there's a lot of stuff in the deal. The Clippers were also involved in that trade. Um, so we'll talk about that more in news and notes tomorrow. And I might just do a special draft version and then go into the regular news and notes tomorrow. But um, I can see a world where Boston sneaks back into the first round. They're gets into the second round somehow. But they'll end up with a pick. The Brooklyn Nets, I think they move up, and I think they move into the top 16. I think somebody's going to want to trade back, a team that's in need of some assets. Um, 
Maybe they move into the lottery. I, I could see a world where maybe the Mavericks trade back and Brooklyn trades into 10 and picks. I don't know. Um, Cam Whitmore if he drops. <laughs> or Anthony Black if he drops. So I could see like Brooklyn moving up. So I'm going to predict Brooklyn moves up. And I'm going to say they move into, to be specific, I'm going to say Brooklyn goes to the Raptor spot at 13. But I don't know who they'll pick. Um, the Charlotte Hornets. This is kind of obvious. Um, the betting odds don't say it right now. But I think ultimately they'll pick Scoot. Um, I know before the offseason, I predicted... Um, I essentially predicted them to take Brandon Miller or, like, somebody trading up to get Scoot, potentially, from Charlotte. So I'm going to predict that Charlotte does the right thing and sticks at second and drafts Brandon Miller. Or, I'm sorry, uh, um, good God, um... Scoot Anderson. The Chicago Bulls. Um, I'm going to say that they get back into the draft somehow, too. Um, they don't even have a second-round pick, if I'm mistaken. It got forfeited. But I think that they end up back in the draft, end up buying a second-rounder somehow. And... If I predict the player they're going to draft, um, I'm going to say they come away with Penn State wing Seth Lundy. And I'm going to say that Brooklyn trades up for Kaysen Wallace or something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Kaysen Wallace. And tries to get ahead of uh, Atlanta for him and New Orleans. Um, and then the Boston player, or the guy I think will ultimately end up with the Boston Celtics, um, I could see that being um, Gregory Jackson from South Carolina. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers don't have a first-round pick this year, and they don't have a second-round pick either. Um I'm going to say they um, they get back in it. Maybe they deal Jared Allen somewhere. And um, they get a pick back. I can see them trading Jared Allen to the Suns for Aiton. And like some picks and whatnot. Like, like a pick swap or something. But the Suns don't have any picks other than 52. Maybe... It's eight in, and the 52nd pick for Jared Allen and another future pick. So I'm going to say that they end up with pick number 52 and Cleveland takes Julian Phillips out of Tennessee. Um, next is the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I think they trade out of 10. Um, they've been wanting to do that for a while. 
I'm going to say somebody comes up and uh, gets somebody that drops, whether it's Cam Whitmore or Grady Dick or somebody. Somebody moves up. I don't. I just don't know who that team is that has the assets to do so. I could see it being Indiana. I know Indiana just paid, traded 29 to get... Um, The uh, the Denver pick, but I'm gonna go bold. Miles Turner, maybe even Buddy Heel too, and 26 for 10, and that's a lot. And in Indiana, we'll have two top 10 picks. But yeah, maybe it's just Miles Turner and 26. Leave Buddy Heel out of it, and then uh. Indiana, in theory, would move up and then they'll take uh, Derek Lively or Taylor Hendricks if he drops or something like that. And then maybe they take... um, Or maybe it's Cam Whitmore that drops, for what we know. Um, Next up, the Denver Nuggets. Um, They're back in the first round. I... Um, that would have been my prediction anyway. Um, and they also have 32. But I could see them moving up. Using 29 and 32 to move up. And I can see them moving into the Portland spot at 23. And... They could use a shooter with um, potentially Bruce Brown leaving as a free agent. And I can see them, maybe Jordan Hawkins falls, County George falls, Nick Smith falls, somebody falls. Or maybe they trade up and get a Jame Jacquez. I, I'm going to say it's Jacquez at 22 for, uh, or 23 for Denver. Denver moves up to 23. The Detroit Pistons. Um, I'm going to say the Pistons. Um, I have them featured in a big trade later on. But I'm going to say they keep 31. And the guy they pick will be um, Ryan Ruper out of France. Um, the... Next team up is the Golden State Warriors. Um, I know they're saying Kaminga's not available. Kaminga's not available. Yada, yada. Neener's Jordan Poole. Guess what? They are available. That is such a terrible kept secret. And I think that Golden State trades 19... Kaminga and maybe Jordan Poole to Charlotte for 27. Um, PJ Washington sign and trade and James Booknight. That's a trade I kind of threw out there as a prediction a couple weeks ago. I did the offseason predictions, so I'm going to stick with that. Um, the Houston Rockets, I originally had them. Uh, Trading the fourth pick for Jalen Brown. 
which looks like Boston's going to keep Jalen Brown now. Um, but I'm going to say that somebody good is going to follow them at 20 that we do not expect. And I could see that being um, Leonard Miller from uh, G League Ignite. The Indiana Pacers, um, I already predicted something big for Indiana involving Miles Turner in the 10th pick. But... Um, I'm going to say that with the seventh pick, it's either going to be Jarris Walker or Taylor Hendricks. Anybody else would be surprising unless they traded the pick. Um, the next team up is the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, they just traded the 30th pick to the Wiz to get off of Marcus Morris's contract, and they got Malcolm Brogdon back in that trade with the Celtics, which I really like that deal for Los Angeles. And they're talking about trading Paul George, and I don't think they're going to do that. I'd be surprised if they did. It'd be fun to predict him getting traded to, like, Sacramento for the 24th pick and a bunch of other stuff. But... And maybe Keegan Murray would be in that deal too. But I'm gonna say at they stay at forty eight, and they take um City Sissoko from G League Ignite. The Los Angeles Lakers, um, you know they're trying to trade out of seventeen to try to get help around LeBron and AD. Um, it just makes too much sense. There's rumors about Heald and Turner for 17, but I think um, that's not enough if you are Indiana. But maybe it's Buddy Heald for 17 and... Like a future pick or something. So. Um, I'm not going to go there. Because I have a lot with Indiana. Right now in terms of. Uh, predictions. But I still kind of liked. Um, the. The. Uh, Jalen Suggs thing for the Lakers that I proposed with them in Orlando. So, ultimately, I decided to predict for the Los Angeles Lakers that they... I just thought of a, a a trade. I could see it. They're going to make a trade with their East Coast rival, New York Knicks. 
Emmanuel quickly is someone that the Knicks may or may not have to pay. They already have Jalen Brunson. Emmanuel quickly was terrible in the playoffs. And they probably would have been in the conference finals had Emmanuel quickly been the same player as he was in the regular season. Emmanuel quickly would be great on the Lakers with LeBron and AD and somebody could be a heat check guy off the bench and potentially replace the production that they may lose from Austin Reeves. So I'm going to say they trade 17 to New York for Emmanuel quickly. And maybe something else goes back to New York, like a um, a future second or something like that. Um, so I just thought an interesting notification that I might save that for news and notes tomorrow because it's something I called the other day. Um, next up is the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, they're going to take a point guard at 25. I feel pretty confident in saying that. And the guy that... Um, I don't know if it's going to be at 25, actually. I could see them moving back or trading up, potentially. So I could see them uh, maybe 45 and 25. Maybe something else up to maybe 18 at Miami spot. Or I could see them moving into 17, which in theory be Knicks. And then Knicks get 25 and 45. Or do they go... Into the Hawks spot. But I could see Memphis making a big move up. For somebody that we don't expect. I'm going to say it's Nick Smith. I'm going to say Nick Smith. Grizzlies trade up for Nick Smith. Maybe at a 16. Or maybe 17 or 18. Like something in that range. Yeah, let's go 18 to Miami because Miami's going to be losing guys in free agency and whatnot. Um, Next team up is the um, uh, Miami Heat. Um, I'm going to say that the Miami Heat will draft two guys from the G League. I'm going to say they move back from 18 with Memphis, as I just proposed. And they'll have two picks, and they take two guys from the G League. And I do not think that um, Leonard Miller... I have Leonard Miller on another team. But I could see it being... Like, they move back into the second round it and I could see it being like Jazzy and Gortman and 
um, somebody else that we're not expecting from the G League or whatnot. Uh, Majave King. But let's let's make it easier. I'm going to say that uh, maybe they sign one of the uh, G League uh, guys as a undrafted free agent. We'll put it that way. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I'm going to say that the Bucks do not stay at 50. Maybe they move up a little bit, and I'm going to say they draft former Memphis forward and Eastern Michigan forward Monty Bates. The Minnesota Timberwolves find their way back in the uh, up further in the draft too, and I'm going to say that they draft Wake Forest's Bobby Clintman. Um, next up is the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, this is a hard one, um, but at the same time, it's not hard. Um, so, so much for Zion the Boston. As we alluded to earlier, Kristaps Porzingis looks like he's going there. Um, I think Charlotte ultimately stays um, at two and takes Scoot Henderson. So, I'm going to predict that the Pelicans move back. And... um, I'm going to say the team that trades up for somebody. Oh, that's a hard one. But I think somebody, um, maybe Atlanta trades up one spot and takes... JHS, and then New Orleans moves back to 15, and then they get an extra pick. Or maybe they get 46. And they take, let's say, um, Jordan Walsh out of Arkansas. Uh, The New York Knicks I have back in the first round. I'm going to say that the New York Knicks end up drafting, let's say, um, I don't feel strong about this one, but I'm going to say the New York Knicks draft Jed Howard out of Michigan. Um, the Oklahoma City Thunder... It feels too obvious that they're going to take uh, Bilal Kalabali. That just makes way too much sense to me. He's just so perfect for that team. But I'm going to predict that they try to trade up into the top three to try to get Brandon Miller to go with Giddy, SGA, and everybody. I'm going to say I'm going to predict that that rumor comes out. Although they'll end up staying at twelve and taking uh, Kalabali. The Orlando Magic, um, you're going to be hearing rumors about them trading up, too. Um, I'm going to say that um, 
they uh, end up with, oof, I'm going to say Jarris Walker and um, either, either Kobe Bufkin or Kaysen Wallace. Let's go Kobe Bufkin. I'm going to say they end up with Bufkin and Jarris Walker, Orlando. All right, the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I'm going to say that Philadelphia clears cap space, um, dumps Tobias and a future pick, and they end up back in the first round. I'm going to say that they end up in... The Charlotte spot at 27, or even Sacramento at 24. Um, because obviously they might lose Harrison Barnes, and then uh, I can see them trying to replace that production and getting uh, Tobias. It's either going to be 24 Sacramento or 27 at Charlotte, taking on Tobias. I kind of think it's going to be 24 Sacramento. Let's make it fun. And I'm going to say that uh, the player that ends up on the Sixers is Chris Murray. I just think that's really funny. The thought of the Sacramento Kings uh, drafting Chris Murray for Philly, and it's Chris Murray in this spot with something else, and then the 2024 first-rounder with Tobias to – Sacramento, uh, like maybe a lottery protected first rounder with Tobias for 24 and a future second or something like that. The Phoenix Suns, um, we know their situation. Um, they're dying to get rid of DeAndre Ayton, like absolutely dying. Um, they do have a second round pick, but I think ultimately, uh, They'll draft somebody or sign somebody as a uh, um, undrafted free agent. I'm going to say that they end up drafting somehow Adama Sonogo out of UConn. The Portland Trailblazers. Um, ultimately, I think they take Brandon Miller and there's no trade. And then we'll get a report during the draft. Damian Lillard requests a trade out of Portland. Um, from Woj and Shams. Um, the next team up is the Sacramento Kings. Um, I'm going to say that with their second round pick, they end up taking Colin Castleton out of Florida. Or Liam Robbins out of Vanderbilt. Or go Liam Robbins from Vandy. Um, with that one. Um, the San Antonio Spurs. Um, it would be awesome if they somehow pulled off a drafting of uh, Kalabali to go with his teammate. But I'm going to say with their second rounder, um, they go with um, Andre Jackson from UConn. Or Marcus Sasser from Houston. But I'm going 
I'm going to go with Andre Jackson. I don't feel good about it. Um, next up is the um, Toronto Raptors. Um, for them, I'm going to say that they moved back. I had somebody moving up to their spot. Oh, Brooklyn. So I have them having 21 and 22. And the two players that I see being Toronto Raptors, I'm going to go with James Najee, the center. And I'm going to say they take Maxwell Lewis out of uh, Pepperdine. Um, The Utah Jazz. I have them trading up to five and taking Anthony Black. Or Osair Thompson. I'm going to say that uh, they end up with, um, they trade up and take um, Osair Thompson. Uh, despite Anthony Black rumors. I'm going to say they trade up, take Osair, and then the trade is down the nine. And maybe... Um, so I'm going to say this is how it plays out. Wemby, Scoot, Brandon Miller, amen to the Rockets, Osair to Utah. Six, I'm going to say, will be Orlando, and they'll take... Um, ooh, that's a tough one. Either um, Jarris Walker or... Um, Cam Whitmore. But I'm going to say Orlando takes Anthony Black. Well, that wouldn't make sense. Because then Washington would lose out on Anthony Black. So at six, I can see them taking um, Jarris Walker. Seventh, the Indiana will be Grady Dick. Eighth will be Anthony Black. Ninth to... Detroit will be Taylor Hendricks, and then 10th to Dallas will be um, Cam Whitmore. Or, actually, no, I don't have Dallas at 10 anymore. I have um, somebody else there now, whoever I predicted to move up in the draft to take. um, Oh, Indiana. Indiana, again, takes uh, Whitmore. I have Indiana there because I just predicted Miles Turner to... uh, um the uh 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 maps. And then last but not least the Washington Wizards um I'm going to say with their second round pick they will take um did I say Drew Timmy yet? If I didn't say Drew Timmy, let's go somebody else. Um, I'm going to say with their second rounder, they take... um, Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I think somebody good can drop to them. 
I'm going to say Marcus Sasser falls to them in the second round. So I'm going to say uh, Marcus Sasser to uh, the Wiz. All right, so there you have it. Uh, my 2023 NBA Draft Podcast. I pretty much winged all those uh, um, predictions and whatnot. There's a lot of news coming out right now. So I'm glad that I recorded this when I did. All right, let's see how I do with this come uh, looking back. Have a good night, everybody.